The PM Growth Experts podcast show is hosted by Darren Hunter and Dennis Youssef from Inspired Growth Training, who work with PM Growth Experts from around the globe. If you're signing up 20 to 30 managements a month, that's great. If not, speak with us. Darren Hunter here and with Dennis Youssef we are with the PM Growth Expert Show of course part of our uh, part of our training resources really with Inspired Growth Training Um, and this is a video podcast of course we have the audio version available on iTunes as well as Podbean if you have an Android device now today our guest uh, is Brian Birdie from PMI Birdie Properties, the largest property management company based in San Antonio, Texas. Welcome, Brian. Thank you, guys. And we had a lot of fun recently at the Door Grow Live conference in Missouri. It was lovely to see you there. Plus, I think we caught up with you in, in Florida um, uh, time before that. And uh, Brian, you are the current president of the National Association of Residential Property Managers in the United States. So uh, we are in the presence, Dennis, of property management royalty. <laughs> for, uh, for 11 more days. Oh, wow, well, okay. 11 days. Okay, but at the end of the day, I mean, Brian, you're a guy that we really look up to. We've known, I've certainly been connected to you for a number of years and it's such a, a pleasure to have you on the show. But before we get started, just a quick uh, promotion for our exclusive partners, Rockin Technologies with their cloud platform property tree. Now, if you're still considering going from a server, um, I know the Americans, Brian, you guys are all over cloud and have been for a long time. The Australians are still coming on board. And uh, with cloud technology, you have to have the right partner on board. You need to um, be very careful about who you're placing your data with. But Rockin, with their property tree platform, they have partnered with Microsoft as well for security and protection. So go to propertytree.com.au, have a chat to the guys at Property Tree, get a demo and see how uh, you can benefit from going to the cloud. Of course, you can be doing your end of month, you can be dealing with your clients sitting um, on a beach in Bali with your iPad. They're the, the, the benefits of using cloud. So Chat to the people at uh, propertytree.com.au. But uh, Brian, um, we will be focusing, and Dennis, uh, we're focusing our questions a lot around probably one of the most amazing things that we've seen. Um, And today, as of today's date in December 2018, Brian, you have hit 626 Google reviews. That's amazing. So Dennis, we'll talk about that in the interview. But anyway, Dennis, over to you. Yeah, certainly we'll talk about that. That's got to be one of the the key focuses on um, some of the things that um, Brian's done um, with the rent roll growth. And um, Brian, uh, I'll never forget, um, obviously, you know, in Nevada, when we were sitting down and I think it was the first time that you seen me speak um, when we were, when the bear walked past us at that, um, the Nevada yeah. chapter, but, um, you know, um, you know, I know I've listed a lot of doors here in Australia, but, um, you know, you've certainly personally listed, um, uh, a painful amount of exciting doors, should we say at the same time, because we know the work behind all the, the doors that get listed. Um, but, um, you personally have listed a lot of properties. 
So it's it's exciting to have you on. And obviously, you know, as Darren said earlier, you guys are now the largest in the San Antonio area. And Darren and I have got some close friends in the area that we think it's great that um, your opposition to them. So and it's good you're, to you're see how the, 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 the two companies that we're connected to as well. So I know that you you guys will get along well, which is great. And, and, and in but Australia, I've got to say. Business is because you know all of those companies are are growing you know within that yeah. same city there's enough there's a lot of business out there to go get and, and there is and i just love the fact that you know you three would be the top three agencies and you will sit down at the bar have a talk you network you call each other it, it's kind of unheard of here in australia to see three property management companies in the same city um, being so friendly so i, I actually admire and love seeing that. I think it's great. So, you know, uh, well done to you guys for all that. So, Brian, why did you join real estate? What was it? Was it was your dad in real estate? Your parents in yeah, real estate? Yeah, my dad, my dad had started, uh, you know, he was in the Air Force uh, for almost 26 years. And in the late 70s, when interest rates were really, really high, all of his friends were leaving San Antonio. He had decided he was going to stay there and retire. And at that time, at 18.5%, you really couldn't sell your house. And so he was basically started a property management business to just simply take care of his friends' houses. I mean, that's what, that was the true beginning of it all. But he just got really good at it and started growing it. Eventually, I, I spent 15 years in the Air Force myself and ended up back in my hometown in San Antonio, still in the Air Force. And, and my dad was being overwhelmed with his growth and didn't want to grow a business. And I just looked at him and said, you know, well, let me start working for you. And as I got more involved, I realized, man, there is really something we could do here. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I got out of the Air Force and started growing that business. I think at the time when I got there, I think we had maybe 75 doors and, um, you know, and we've grown it up to over 1700 doors now. Wow. So was looking after like management's the, the key priority for your dad at the time or was he selling properties? No, it, there were times where he also sold houses. I mean, that was yeah. a big part of it, you know, and he kind of leaned towards that. When I, I would say when I started working in this business, we were kind of a 50-50 business. Yeah, we did 50% okay. property management, 50% real estate sales because of the timing of that. You know, early 2000s all the way up to 2007. I mean, if you had a real estate license and you woke up in the morning, you could sell a house. I mean, there was just so much going on. But yeah. um but as I was looking at growing my business, I just looked at the, the landscaping around and there, was, there were very few professional property management companies and all the ones that were there that actually had a presence were all my dad's age or older. And I could just see the writing on the wall. They were all going to sell, retire, do something, and then there would be no real force. So I started growing this thing and focusing on being the best at it. Um, and I'd say we had a really strong um, name and massive growth all the way up to the point where we had the big crash in 07. And that's when a lot more people started getting involved in property management and, and created a lot of the businesses that are there today. But we've been in business. We've been in business for 40 years. Next year, we'll celebrate our 40th anniversary. So. Wow. Well, that's a congratulations. Awesome. I mean, we're actually coming to the States next year a couple of times. Hopefully we can come and celebrate with you. Um, that's, that's an amazing achievement. I mean, so as much as your dad was in the business, it wasn't like you woke up and said, I'm going to be a real estate agent or a realtor. You, you actually had a career and you fell into it because you saw the light, should we say. So, you know, there's not too many people that I do know, Brian. and um, Darren, you can, um, you know, um, have your two cents on this that have actually told me they've woken up in the morning when they're at school still saying, I want to be a realtor. You know, it's very, very rare. And even though your dad 
was in the business that wasn't the forefront for yourself. So, you know, you fall into that category of not wanting to do it because it's your dad's job. So it's a rarity to find. It's, it's that industry that people fall into, you know. So tell us yeah, about your all, area. All, tell three us. My, all, th all three of my kids uh, work for me now. Uh, but, <laughs> so but they, they can they, say they, it. But they, but no, because I tell my oldest was going to be a mortgage broker. He was going to go open up a mortgage, uh, a branch of our business. Uh, but he graduated college in 07 when the mortgage industry imploded, and so he was a mortgage. It was licensed uh, mortgage guy at the time and a real estate agent. And so when the one went away, then boom, here he was. My okay. daughter went to school. My daughter went to school to be a nurse, but then uh, ended up graduating with a degree in accounting and a real estate license, and she runs my accounting department. So. <laughs> So they all end up, they all end up back in this business, you know. I mean, but you know, if you're run, if you're running this, they're sitting there looking at it and they just see the ability of what you can do with it. Uh, I think the more my kids than me, they see yeah. that there was a future if they really wanted it. So yeah, and what I love about that is you've got people with experience and expertise in other areas coming in looking. So so they're going to have their expertise and bringing that to your business. So that's um, that's excellent. So you know, I think it's great especially that mortgage broking side of things with your son. I think that um, a lot more people need to realize that they need to align themselves with those strategic alliances. And we might talk about that a little bit later, but um, so tell us a little bit about your, your, your office, your area, um, your location, et cetera, your demographics and how you've kind of got your business set up. Like how are you set up? So, um, so when I first started in this business, it was just me in an office on the side of my parents' house which is not the greatest place to try to gain investors' confidence in your business. So, uh, and we grew, we, we, we were in a very nice office building as we grew. Today, we own our own building. We're in North Central San Antonio in a very popular area called Stone Oak. Um, we've got a large, we have a staff of probably about 18 uh, that work for us there. Uh, and, you know, we've grown, we have a lot of military connections. Uh, we have a lot of associations with um, real estate agents in town who uh, refer their property management business back to us. Um, and we manage a lot. We manage probably more than other people do. You know, we, we probably have rent rolls from, um, you know, on a monthly basis from about 500 to about $4,000 a month. Uh, San Antonio is not really a high priced city. And our, most of our rentals, you know, the average rental in our town is probably close to like 1250 a month. And so, so that's, that's about $300 Australian a week. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and so we, we have focused on single family. We do a lot of single family management. That is kind of primarily our core, uh, but we have grown and went and learned how to be very effective in small multifamily complexes. We see a lot of, there is a lot of it in our city and it is, was underserviced in the property management industry because the owners bought them, but the apartment guys really don't want to manage a, you know, a 30 unit complex. It just, it didn't fit their model. Uh, mm -hmm. And most property managers haven't figured out the little bit of things that are different. So we went to focus on that. And so we have a, probably a good 20% of our inventory. And right now it's kind of growing. We've, uh, we have a bunch coming on. We have a, a 50 unit that's coming on in January and this guy's yeah. planning on going and buying a bunch more. Um, and so we see that as another way to grow the business. Uh, we, we do a little bit of commercial, we do association management, uh, and we've opened up a new piece of uh, short-term or vacation management. It will actually go into effect in January where we're going to be talking about managing those properties that a person may only be renting for one night or three nights um, that are fully furnished and ready to go as a vacation. So that's like um, an Airbnb. 
Yes, yeah, basically being the boot on the ground. There's no real solid boots on the ground for that industry in our city, and we just see that we can do it. We have a lot of um, um, Mexican nationals who own property in San Antonio but do not live in their house for all but two weeks out of the year, and the rest oh. of the time it just sits there and doesn't make them any money. And we just see that's a great uh, market that we're going to go after to show them how they could, even if it doesn't rent all the time. Right now they're making nothing. Let's show them how they could turn it into an income producing property and still yeah. use it when they want to. Yeah. So okay. that's, that's our newest thing we're going to work on next year. Okay, excellent. So how, you've got a BDM. Have you got leasing agents? Do your property managers uh, lease their own properties? How, how so I'm, I'm structured probably different than most out there. I'm a completely departmentalized structure. Um, and that probably comes from my Air Force days is that I don't really have property managers. Mm -hmm. I do have a business development manager who uh, is responsibility to go out there um, and grow the business, um, primarily looking in the residential and the commercial side. I have uh, pillar leaders, one who's running the vacation piece. So he's kind of running it all and the BDM for that specific as well as an association. But in the residential structure, I don't have any property managers. I have okay. departments. Yep. So I have a lease, I got a leasing department, a maintenance department, an accounting department, got a make ready department, um, and the business development. I have a sales. We also do brokerage. So I have a sales uh, piece that's on there as well. Yep. Okay. Um, and so they manage the whole by the structure and the jobs that we've built. Yeah, so so just, which makes us a little, yeah, different. it is certainly different just to explain for the Australians and New Zealanders get ready is basically a department where, um, so in Australia, if you've got to get smoke alarms done, you've got to get some maintenance done on the property, you've got to prepare the house, you know, your property manager will organize, um, you know, three, four different types of people to go out and do it. But in the US, you can have one person that goes in and does everything. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's getting right. a property ready. Right. You charge an owner a fee to do that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. In, in Australia and New Zealand, you're not allowed to do that. It's, it's part of the management service. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, yeah. just to, so, so they can in, understand in, that. And then in, in, in internally, the person who's responsible for that is we have a department where they handle all maintenance concerns on all of the houses, as opposed to a property manager only worrying about that maintenance of their homes. And what we found is that allows us to create experts. So I have a maintenance team of experts. That's all they do. Okay. I got a leasing team of experts. I got an accounting team of experts. That's all they do, they, but they do it for all of my houses. Gotcha. Okay. That's, that's, I suppose in uh, it's task based is the closest that we could explain it for right. Australians, yep. Darren. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. You know, task, task yeah task based, based, just you know. focused on a very narrow amount of tasks and become experts in that area. Yeah. So Brian, um, how many doors have you grown in the last 12 months? Um, in the last 12 months, I think we're probably up to about 140 yep. that we brought in this year. Excellent. Not, so and, it, and it was a bit of a quiet start to the year. Uh, real estate sales were very uh, high at the beginning of the year. Uh, and, and it was a little quieter on our front for a few of those months from what we're used to. And we've actually turned it on in the last couple of months. So Yeah. I mean, do you, uh, you know, I've got to obviously bring up politics here because you know, the market in Australia has slowed down um, in the last few months because of uncertainty of our leadership. Um, and we've got an election coming up. You know, it's the first, you know, is that something that comes into effect for you as well, do you find? Um, it, well, certainly it does because investors are looking at those kind of things. You know, currently yeah. the, the change in the tax laws um, can affect 
you know, the benefit of investment properties. Everything that's happened in the United States over the last two years has kind of benefited this this market. The one yeah. thing that's kind of drawing against it was it was it was actually a pretty healthy sales market. And so what you lo- you know you don't lose out on those investor guys, but you do lose out on your you know your accidental landlords that just aren't ready to part for their house with what they're going to get for it, and then then realizing that they could rent it out and 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 keep it as an investment. Yeah, and so that's, thought, always, that's always been a big part of our market. So yeah, okay. So that's your kind of your reluctant landlord yeah, that yeah. wasn't prepared to. Yeah, okay. So if Brian, if you were to meet yourself the first day you turned up to work, you know, you you're, you're walking into the house to talk to your dad about you know coming in, um, you know, you get tapped on the shoulder and you look over and it's you. What advice would you give yourself, knowing what you know today? Would you give yourself, you know, on your first day? Um, you need, uh, you need five things. One, you need to join NARPM. Two, you need a personal relationship with an outstanding real estate attorney. You need a CPA. You need, um, coaches and mentors who are experienced in the business to help you understand what you don't know today. So you can go out and grow your business. Um, because what I did was I learned all these things that, that I needed to know through trial and error and failure and mistakes and loss of money. But think about it, you know, in 1997, when I first started doing this, um, there wasn't a lot of that available to you. Mm. And so if I could meet myself today, those would be, I would grow my business very differently than I did. Uh, And I would also say is, uh, you know, think bigger than you think you can be. Um, Because when I came in, I had an idea of what I could do with my business and, and I've exceeded it tremendously from what I ever thought it could have been. Uh, But I'm, I'm wondering if I would have had that mindset much earlier in my career, what could have happened? You know, I didn't, I didn't expand into other areas when the business was right in front of me. I said, Oh, I don't do that. I'm like, why are you turning business away? Why don't you learn how to do that? If somebody wants to help, you know, help you grow your business by doing something else. It took me years before I opened up my mindset that, Hey, we could do a lot more um, and grow our business and be, and, and it's a good thing in doing that because by managing different aspects of property management, when there is uh, a shift in the market that might affect one part of it, if you're diversified a little bit within property management, you're still going to survive and do well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the, uh, I love where you're, obviously I love, you know, you're telling people to hire a coach. I think that's important. And it's a, you know, I mean, that's what we do. We, we and it, do our own. And I'm, and I'm serious. This isn't just because I'm on your thing. I've been, there yeah. are a lot of coaches. There's more now than there ever has been, but I've yeah. seen the effect on people's businesses because we're a, a lot of times you're alone in this, but this is a lonely business. When you first start, it's just you and you will fail yourself all day long. But if you have somebody who can guide you and hold you accountable, you, we can do so much more than we think we can. Yeah, yes, uh, totally. I, I think one of the biggest feedbacks that um, I tend to get, and I'm sure Darren could agree to this, is um, business owners don't feel like they're on their own anymore when they've employed us. They, they feel like they've got someone that, you know, like a, another business partner. And um, that's how I like to think that we take our training is we're coming in as a business partner, as a mentor and a guide for them. So it's good. Now, one thing that you did say that caught my attention as well is, you know, where um, you were ne- you used to turn business away, you never looked at you know, um, oh, we don't do that, you know. Um, you know, if I can just say the same thing happens for our business. Like we get people, do you train on this? And I'm like, I'm the yes man in the relationship. I'm like, yep, we could do it, we could do it. But I say, you know, right now um, we're looking into it. And I'm Darren, we've got to do A, B and C. And Darren's going, yeah, but that's not our core value. I said, mate, it's got to become the core value. And we are now in that shift 
and taking on new stuff because it's a no-brainer. If you don't, someone else is going to. I got hired by um, an association board to be the property manager of their association. I got called on the phone and was congratulated that the board had met last night and had selected us. And I was like, how is my name even in the running? I didn't interview. I didn't go meet with them. They said, well, one of your owners who you manage the property in our community submitted your company. We reviewed them all and we selected you. And I'm like, I love winning. Thank you very much. <laughs> Only one problem. And here's where I, I should have learned earlier. I, look, I told her on the phone, we don't do that. And I didn't take the business. Well, okay. And I, and, it, and I think it wasn't probably two, you know, maybe a month or two after that that I just woke up in the middle of the night and I said, what are you doing? <laughs> if they're going to hand you business, if you're not doing it today, find out how to do that business and figure out if you can partner with what you, what you believe you're supposed to be doing and yep. continue to grow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, spot on. And if I can just, um, you, you spoke about one of the, the, the five things you said, join an ARPAN group. So um, for Australians, that's like joining um, an Inspired Growth training membership um, where, you know, we, we organise trainings, meetings, um, et cetera. Um, and it's bringing a, a group of experienced property managers together where they can network and have that continued development, right? So, so you you know, it's in it like, um, you know, a Australia, there's other areas, there's LPMA, there's, you know, PPM, et cetera, et cetera. So obviously um, it's being part of a group of people that want to grow. Why would you not hang around other people that want to grow their business for crying out loud? It's, it's a bit of a no brainer, right? Well, you just learn things. There's, there's never a time where I can't go someplace and in a, in a, in, within a 15 minute conversation, we will lead into something that either I can share with them and teach them or they can share with me and, and I, you know, back and forth and say, wow, I didn't think about it that way. And you yep. go back to your business and what you implement may not be exactly what they were doing, but mm -hmm. a version of it that works for you. And if it either makes you grow or makes you more money or makes you more efficient with your time, then yep. you win. And, and we're, we're only capable of coming up with so many ideas ourselves. Me, yeah. I'm capable of coming up with no ideas. My ideas are inspired by talking to other people and then going, okay, I could, I could do that. Let's go back and figure out how to do that in my business. Yeah, yeah, spot on. I mean, when you're at a conference or an event, whatever you're going to, your brain is interpreting what you've taken. And when you're at the bar later or in a spa or in a pool talking to people, and you're listening to something they've caught that your mind wasn't focused on, it's that networking that can be more valuable than the actual content that you're listening to at the event. So it, it's just a matter of getting into those groups. And, um, and I say in a spa because um, Brian, yourself and I were in a spa in, in Florida. Now we won't say what time of the day it was or morning, but we'll just say we're in a spa. Right. We, we also won't say what There's other- There's not much that can happen in Disney World late at night, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Remember what convention was happening at the same time. So I do. I do. If anyone we'll wants to know, that. send me a message. <laughs> okay. So um, if you were to start a rent roll from scratch today, like, you know, uh, what would your three key, um, you know, strategies be? You know, you're at zero, you're starting on your own. Uh, well, I've got to be visible. You know, so I, I mean, everything's based off of, you know, website and social media and just getting out there and being visible so I could be transparent. Um, today, I believe just setting some guarantees for them, letting them know, you know, we've made some adjustments in our business to try to let people. One of the th things that we're doing today that's actually really winning for us is uh, we stopped requiring 
a long-term contract. I mean, I used to sign up for a long-term contract and the trend is out there. I've been watching it and we've applied it ourselves. So we go, we now say, we put you on a 30-day contract that can be terminated with 30 days notice from day one. And we give you a 90-day guarantee. If you are not satisfied with our service in the first 90 days, let us know. We'll give you your management feedback. Not your leasing fee, not any of the other fees I got, but just those three months management fee. You can take your house and take your money. Because what we know is three, three months in, they're not going to be unhappy with us. Mm. But what it's done is it has lowered their, their fear of getting in a contract. No and, risk. And, You've given them no risk. Yeah, you, no know, risk. you know, once they go into the land of peace of mind, they go into set and forget. As long as you're providing a solution, they've got no need to look anywhere else and you've got their business, you know, forever that they need you. And I've talked to my BDM about it and I said, what do you notice the change? He says that their trust level jumps dramatically the moment I cover our guarantees. And she's like, so I'm covering them even earlier. She's like, you can just see the wall crushing down around them and they just lean back and relax a little bit more. They're a lot more open about what they're really fearful of. And mm. they figure, okay, you must be good or you wouldn't offer the guarantee. And yeah. if I go with you and you perform, I don't care that I can leave. I'm not going to leave, but I have the ability to. It's crazy how when I first started, it was like, lock them down for a year and then you could prove that you should, they should stay with you and make them live with you for but a they year. They don't go, do they? They don't leave. You know, and, and no, you know, leave. but they're never going to leave. So then the difference now is it's like, let's quit making it hard to sign up. Let's make it easy to sign up. Let's get rid of all the things you're afraid of. And I'm going to say, I'm going to back it up. I'm going to prove to you you're making the right choice. Yeah, good so enough. guarantee. That's really good. I mean, you're smashing their concern out early. You know, I, I like it. And um, no doubt you, you've got the... You, um, she, she'd be able to back it up with some stats of great things that you're doing at the same time, which is important. Okay, so you, you spoke about having presence. So, so we're talking about an online presence. Mm -hmm. So um, your presence, like having a website, reviews, social and media. Google, Google reviews are huge. I mean, the people are making decisions um, today on almost everything you do. The very first thing they're looking at is a review. If you mm -hmm. want to download an app, you go see what everybody thinks about it. You want to buy, you want to look at a movie, you go see what people think about it. You yep. want to hire a company, eat at a restaurant, buy this bike, buy this song. Everyone's going to go look. And you're thinking, well, they're not really going to make a decision about their home based off of a Google review. And I'm like, yes, they are. And we did not have the greatest Google review or a competitive enough number of reviews compared to people in my own market. Mm -hmm. And we, and so we have really focused um, the latter half of this year on changing that um, and making it a absolute priority of everybody within our business to build our Google review um, number, our star rating, and yep. the number of reviews to a point that people will have to say, I've got to talk to this company before I make my decision. Sure. So I was, we were with you in St. Uh, Louis in mm -hmm. um, what was it? November. It was November. A month ago. Yeah. It, was, it, was no, it was November 11th because it was Veterans yeah. Day. Okay. No, it was too. November 11th. So I think I was like your 350 or 60th review at the time. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so we're only talking a month ago, right? So five, five, weeks, five weeks ago. Five you weeks ago. So how many have you got now? Well, when we were talking in St. Louis at the beginning of November, I was pushing to try to reach 400. We thought that yeah. if we could get to yeah, 400. Yeah, I think you were 353. 
Yeah, it was going to be a significant move. So today, right now, um, I'm at 626 Google reviews, and we have a 4.5 rating. We have, um, I think we have done almost 100 reviews a month for the past four months, and it has taken us visibly online to naturally the number one organic. And I was facing two other really good companies who are just as good as me when you look at all things. And they both had over 400 reviews and over 4.5 on their ratings. And I was sitting here at like 250 reviews and a 3.6 rating. And I'm like, we're never going to win these guys who just look at this. They're not going to call me. They're going to call them first and maybe some others. They're never going to reach me no matter what I do. We have to focus on this. We have to change it. And I will tell you, I didn't think I'd get to 626 reviews by December. I'm amazed of where we've gotten. And it was partnering with everyone that I could. And a big part was my staff. Mm. I, I made my staff make this absolutely priority one. And to do that, like most things, I put, I put a little money behind it. Yeah. I, I decided. So I, I, I want to thresh this out. It's a, because it's, a, it's, a mark, it's a marketing expense is the way I looked at it. Guys, yeah. I, just, I just want to thrash this out. And for our viewers and our listeners, we want to spend some time really digging down because one, Brian, these, this is the best Google review numbers we've ever seen. And we know that with some of our members and, and people that we coach, they're getting phone calls from uh, potential clients saying, we have seen the amount of Google reviews that you've got online compared to your competitors. And therefore, we want you to manage our property. So right now, Facebook reviews and Google reviews are a really, really big thing. I just want to throw in a couple more things before, Dennis. We've got to really dig deep with Brian on this stuff. Yep. Now, yep. Um, <clears throat> Uh, firstly, um, with I was in uh, Orlando, 2010. I was called into a meeting in an office there where they were in damage control over the amount of bad Google reviews that they had. And we're talking people were saying in their reviews, we would rather drink bleach than have our properties managed by XYZ company and the, the, the meeting was there talking about how can we overcome these bad reviews. In the end, that company had to change their name because their reviews were killing them. So Google reviews, Facebook reviews are a really, really big deal. Now, before Dennis, I hand things back to you. I just want to say for our Inject Growth Series subscribers, um, uh, in session 36, Michael Sands has done a whole session on growing your digital presence where we get deep into Google and Facebook reviews too. So for the people subscribed, go and check that out. If you're interested in that, just go to inspiredgrowthtraining.com um, and the Inject Growth Series information is there. But Dennis, back to you. There, there is another session that I've also done on testimonials and reviews in there as well, Darren. Yeah, you have, that's um, right. Yeah, so um, there's some really good sessions that we've got there. But Brian, what you've done, I mean, back just to back up what Darren's saying, um, where, you know, um, Martina Berry from um, Professionals in Rockingham, um, she's got about 110 reviews more than her closest years. rivals. Yeah, yeah. she's got um, about over 200 at the moment. Even so, yeah. with those numbers, she was getting the phone calls. So I can imagine over 600 is crazy. Well, well, what's happening and the important thing that people have got to realise, they've already made their decision, they're using you. They're ringing up saying, hey, we're going to use you. 
So the fees doesn't oh, come right. into the, the equation. The is already there instantly. No, it's no. now a warm yeah. lead, isn't it? It's a warm lead. No, no, no. It's a hot lead. It's not a warm lead. It's a hot lead. So take warm out the equation because they've made their decision to use you because they've seen how good you are. You've got reputation online through Google and we all understand the importance of Google. Google have come out and said that uh, uh, the most common thing uh, people are asking now for is uh, a question like coffee shop near me. Hello, coffee, right? Um, even though I'm sitting in the car park of a um, McDonald's doing a, a, a thing here, I've got my coffee. People are going to be Googling property manager near me. And if you've got higher um, reviews, then you're going to come up first in those search optimizations through them. And, and it's factual, it does happen. So um, I could talk about this for hours, and I'm not even a Google expert. But Google have come out and said if that question alone is tripling each year. So if if 30 people did it last year, 90 people did it this year, and then it's going to be 270. It's tripling each year. So um, you know, a near me is something really important. So that's really good. Okay. So that's two things. We've only covered two online presence. And if I can just quickly say Facebook, if your Facebook page is identical um, name to your business page and address, Google will recognize your reviews on, uh, on Facebook uh, when someone's doing a search for you. They, they calculate that to build your SEO. So it's important to make sure. I see so many businesses, um, as an example, if we had a biz, our businesses Inspired Growth training, if our Facebook page was just called Inspired Growth, Google wouldn't recognize it. You've got to have the same name and address. Um, so what's, what's your third thing? Online presence, having a guarantee. Well, I just want to share one more thing about that online presence. There's yeah. other things that you can do. You know, you got to learn. It's like you're playing a game, right? Google is in charge, whether you like it or not. They're the king. Uh, and they're the ones that set the rules as to what they believe is most important. Well, they give you credit for reviews. It's a big piece, right? They yeah. give credit for activity on your page, right? They get credit if so. If you have videos on your website that are tracked properly and people watch them, then they sit on them longer, right? So if you're going to do those videos for your homes, make sure you tie them correctly. Here's a piece that we learned and applied, and I think it really helped us, was I took my phone number off of my for rent signs. So when you see my house for rent, it doesn't have a phone number. Do you know what it has in really big, bold letters? My website. So what do they do? They go to the website, they Google you, and on the Google page, on all of them, they can click from their phone, because you know that's how everybody's doing it, and they yep. can call your office. When I took it off, I watched the spike on my, on my uh, Google Analytics of how many people were calling my office from the Google page. And Google gives you like double credit when a person calls you from their from your Google page. So it's like, wow, small change, but a big result. And so if Google loves me because they're calling me, they're on my website, they stay longer because my video. And then if I make sure I ask every owner, every tenant, every vendor, every human being I know to make sure that I get a five-star review from them and my numbers go up, then I'm gonna be very competitive when an owner wants to find a property manager where I work. Yeah. But yeah. Dennis, I, I, I want to probably change the structure of what we intended to ask with questions because I want to go really deep with this. We've got to go deeper on these Google reviews. So, Brian, we, let's just tell us how are you getting your staff on board um, to be asking for five-star Google reviews? What sort of incentives are in place? What, let's get into the machine of it. How are we actually pumping out these Google review numbers? How are we doing it? 
Okay, so I did two things. The very first thing I did is I wrote a very sincere, informative letter to all of my owners, and I let them understand that them as owners of properties that I manage, they are affected by my Google reviews and my Google rating. Because when a tenant wants to rent a house, where are they going to look? Online. If they find my website, what are they going to find first? That owner's house, which means I'm going to find better tenants and rent their house faster. So I first appealed to all my owners and said, I need you to rate me because when your house goes back on the market, you want me to be the number one property manager that anybody finds so I can rent your house faster. And that had a small impact, but it wasn't enough. So then I went to my staff. I had a meeting with them. I have a meet with them every month and, and we do a big event and we were, I think we were at a barbecue or something. And as I was sitting there talking with them, I sat there and I said, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what's so serious about this. I am going to, I'm gonna pay for these reviews if I can determine it came from you, that we get a true review and I want us to attack tenants, applicants, owners, vendors, anyone we do business with. Right. And I, that was the beginning. And then ultimately what I really realized was Google doesn't really care who's rating me. And so I'm like, I don't really care who's writing about me. So have anybody who wants to write nice reviews about me, write them, but it has to be a valid review. It needs to be a five star, but I absolutely need my owners and my tenants. And so I said, I'm going to pay for them. The very first month I got a handful. It really wasn't that much, but the next monthly meeting where we had our big event, we showed up with cash. We called them to the front. We told them how many reviews they had, and then we counted it out in $5 bills because <laughs> I want five-star reviews, and I, should I wish I had the picture for you. That was the first month. Not much. The next month, it was a little bit better. But by the third month, the stack of $5 bills I gave away was rather impressive. It was kind of nice. like I was a little worried leaving the bank because of the amount of money in my pocket. Now, yeah, I'm spending this dollars, but I'm spending it on who? My own staff. Yeah. Who now? And you yeah. can you can imagine that they're like they understand the importance. I've expressed the importance of why we're doing this. I'm showing them the results of why we're doing this. So it's like every time you get a chance to ask for it, ask for a review. So you're giving the cash in front. They're getting the cash in front of their peers in the main. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Good. So last month um, we had a guy that. Uh, he, he works in my accounting department, but he also has a real estate license. And so on his off time, he shows houses. So he sat down and wrote a heartfelt letter to every human being he has ever shown a house to, whether they rented from us or not. And he got, I don't know, 45 five-star reviews in a two-week period. And I paid out a massive amount of money to him, which I found out later he actually donated to charity. So I feel really good about it. Ah, nice. Okay. That's really good. Now, Dennis, with Greg Watson in New Zealand, what, what's his office doing with incentives, team incentives? So, yeah. So a couple of offices have done this now. So um, Greg actually brought it to my attention of what they did is, uh, look, we've got a, a computer screen here, right? So um, he, he blue tacked a $10 bill, five $10 bills either side of the screen. Okay. You attach so, five and $10 uh, notes no, on the side five, of the no, screen. Five, five $10 notes either side. So, oh, so ten, $10, $10, $10 notes $10 on bills. the screen of his staff where they're yeah. doing their work on so, their monitors. Right. And every time a review came up that their name was mentioned, he'd grab the $10 bill, pull it off and slap it down on their, um, desk and walk away or he'd announce it you know 
So it, it created that competitive edge in front of everyone, like, like you've done with the $5 notes. What real estate agent is not competitive? Hello. So they want to beat the, 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 the person sitting next to them. So it was a visual. Obviously, they had a, a spreadsheet with the notes. So they, you know, if it was me, I'd go buy a coffee if it was $10 sitting in front of me. But, so they had to have track records. Now, Julie Collins from um, First National in Toronto, um, I encouraged her to do this. She did it. She, she was willing, I think she had, I can't remember the amount, three or $400 that she put aside to do it. The money was paid out in a week and she was allowing a month, right? A week. <laughs> it was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we're getting some good teaching here and I want to go, uh, uh, let's keep on going deeper because this is really good. Now, what are your staff saying to tradespeople or vendors to owners to tenants to applicants what some of the wording typical wording they're using that's then resulting in a google review well a lot of it will be where the person calls and as soon as they say thank you thanks for doing this and he said hey i love that i said but you know some of them will say it like this you know we we were so happy that we've been able to satisfy you in this whatever it was right he said but what i would really like is if you could write a review so that not only I know this, that our whole staff know this. More importantly, my boss will know this. And then even bigger than that, we want everybody in San Antonio to know that we really care about our tenants or our owners or our vendors or whoever it is that you're talking to. And then they send them an email with the link. The link. So it takes the email with the link. Click. That's the key. That's or the, or the you key. text it to them and you email send them the link. Them. And so when all I have to do is click, click and type, then- that, That's the oh. difference. I had someone the other day, Facebook messaged me saying, Darren, uh, we got an incentive program in the company at the moment. This was on the Mornington Peninsula um, uh, in uh, Victoria, Dennis, um, yeah, yeah. and um, um, EVU. And Alicia said, hey, uh, we got a incentive program on at the moment. We're going to get Google reviews. Can you do me a Google review? And so I went online and said, I can't find the place where I need to go. And then she sends me an email with the link saying I was in, review was done. So that is the key is the email with the link in front of the person after you've asked with, with some wording. Mate, like mate that. It, there's, there's something even better. And I've just looked it up on our phone. You don't even have to do it via an email. It, it's such a simple process of what you can do now is I'm literally on, an, on the inspired growth Google review. Obviously, I haven't written myself one. Brian, we have a five star rating okay i look forward to seeing your review pop up on there um so you can actually you can actually of course of course, of course you don't charge late fees or kick people out of their houses so <laughs> no, no, you're, doing, you're doing very well we're going to talk about that in a moment too no, no. we're going to so, dig deep there as well yeah but what you can do is you can actually um forward it as a text message mm-hmm. or as a facebook message or you could share it to facebook where people can do it. You can actually share it straight from so the website. Here's, here, here's, some, here's some strategic ways to look at this. If, you, if, if any of your listeners are like, okay, I want to do it, but how's the smartest way? So think about this. Ask for it at the appropriate times. Yeah. So tenant has a maintenance request. You solve the maintenance request. What we started doing was we started sending surveys out basically asking the tenant, how did everything go? We verified that the work was done. We verified that they were happy. We verified that our vendor did what we expected them to do. Well, when they were p- to respond on that survey and say, I'm happy, this was great, I loved them, they cleaned out, they fixed everything. Right yeah. behind that, we send them the email with the link that says, could you please, and you know, I don't remember where all the words are, but in the nicest way, could you share that? And the 
response on that is increased right then, immediately after you have solved the problem for them than any other time. When is your owner the happiest? Two times. When you tell him his house just got rented or when you tell him you renewed with the tenant for another year. And so at that time, we send that out to that owner because they're sitting there saying, you guys are the best. You got this done for me. And then they go in and comment. And, and it comes right along with what you've just provided. And so mm -hmm. then those, the reviews are not only there, but what they say about your business is strong. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you need to meet all the concerns. If you've just taken on a management where it was with a rival agent and they've emailed you and said, hey, Brian, really appreciate, wow, you leased my property or you took care of A, B and C, the other agent couldn't do it. I would be emailing back, really appreciate your words. Is it okay if I use this as a testimonial for future clients or even better, can you click on here and write us a review? Of course they're going to, they've just complimented you in an email or if it was a conversation, shoot it as them in an email, you know? Um, so you, you, it's the happiest points you possibly can get, especially Sharon, an important one people forget about when an owner has moved back into a property that was managed, that's when you want to get a testimonial from an owner right there. When we, when we get a positive email where they've written the words, those we respond immediately with the link because all they have to do then is just, is just copy and paste and they're done. And so if yeah. they've already given you the words, you just give them the avenue to do it so that it will work because yeah. them telling you is great. We can all be happy, pat ourselves on the back, but it doesn't help us get new doors, be more visible, you know, that we got to work at getting them to help us grow our business. And most of your owners who you're treating well, they want to help you grow your business. Oh, they do. They're, they're already yeah, raving they fans of yours. And, mm -hmm. and this should be part of your pre-list email to any potential new client. You know, thanks for your time. Our appointment's booked at three o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Here's some information to help um, you mentioned about whatever their concern was. Um, you know, um, just to ensure that you know that you're you, you've got the right agency coming. Um, click here to see what other people say about and feed them to your Google reviews. You know, feed them to uh, an educational video that you've done, um, whatever the case is. I mean, we've got, I've got a two-hour presentation on that, Darren, I think in the um, Inspired Growth uh, Inject series, or it might be a one-hour in the inject, but I've got it as a two-hour when I do a presentation. But, um, you know, it's so important in setting them up and confirming with them that they've made the right choice of getting you into their home. You yeah. know, yeah. I literally just got a message from somebody and I've replied to them as you were talking, how long should an appraisal take a presentation? I mean, personally, I used to work on 90 minutes. I would book out 90 minutes. Sometimes you might be there for 10 minutes, half an hour. I always worked on 90 minutes because I planned on getting the paperwork back, right? Um, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a funny question. Um, you, I always blocked out the maximum time. Sorry, I've got to put my hands in so you can see the maximum time. But sometimes you'd only be there for a short period of time. It, 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 how long would you normally allocate yourself, Brian? If, you, if I rang you up and said, can you come do a, a presentation? I'm thinking about renting my home out. How long would you normally wait? So I normally have... Uh done all the paperwork and sent it to them in advance so they would be reviewing it before I get there. Of yeah. course, I show up with the ability for them to sign up that day. I tell yeah. them I'm coming with a camera and a sign in my car 
because yeah. my yeah. intention are we'll talk through and I usually ask them, you know, and so I book out usually about the same. It's maybe an hour and a half, two hours, depending on the site, because yeah. my goal is we get through the contract, we've signed the contract, I'm hired. Now we walk the house, gather all the facts, get all the data, make sure they're comfortable, know everything that's going on, put a sign in the yard, take a picture with them in front of it so they feel all excited. And, tell, and then I tell them I'm heading back and we'll be putting your house up on the market so get ready, people are going to start looking at it. You know, that works when they're actually living in the home. Yeah, um, yeah. Those are the longest. If they're not living in the home, it's vacant or I'm doing it online with them, it's a lot shorter. Yeah, that's right. It's dependent. I mean, there's a lot to do. It's interesting. I told them to call me. They've just tried calling me. <laughs> but, um, I don't, you know, I don't think gonna... you realize that you're doing this right now. So. No, they don't know what I'm doing. But um, yeah, and it's true. I like how you get them out in the front of the house because you're thinking your social media post at the same time, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, excellent. So, I mean, look, reviews are such an important thing that I don't think people realize that they're actually getting them in emails and it's turning them into reviews. Um, you know, um, underneath, if we could just talk about, you know, your website, Brian, um, do you have reviews underneath your staff profiles? Oh, no. I there don't. Yeah. Because we do have a, we do have a revolving review piece that's on the page that people see it, but we have not built a piece that ties reviews to the name under the staff so that they. But that's a very good idea. Yeah, like and that. the reason why I say that is people Watch these this. days. Now, email signature. It's under the email signature. Yeah. But no, no, and on the website as well. So yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what I like about Brian. Yeah. He's an implementer, but um. The reason why I say that is, is people are doing their homework so much more now. They want to know who they're dealing with. It's no difference to when I get a business inquiry on our website. I'm Googling who it is. I bring up their website. I'm looking at their face when I'm talking to them. Mums and dads are doing the same. We are like fish bowls these days. They've already checked your online presence. They've already checked your Google reviews. They've already checked your social media. They've checked how your market properties. They're ringing you. So there's a, already a trust factor there. So if they're going to look at who's going to manage my property, I want reviews underneath their name. So I think that's a, it's a key thing. So they might actually say, hey, Brian, I want you to come around and manage my property. And by the way, I'd like Darren to manage it. I've read his reviews. That's the type of property manager I'm after. Because each property manager has got their own specialty. One might be like a drill sergeant when it comes to collecting rent. So you might find their reviews is about, wow, the rent got paid. They made the person go back. The other one might be more of a shepherd style property manager that, wow, they really made sure my house was cared for and blah, blah, blah. So, so it's actually teaching you how you're going to win the business because of who they've chosen to want to manage your property. So there's so many factors to look at. I just, I, you know, there's web portals in Australia, realestate.com.au. You can actually have videos under agent profiles on their websites as well. So that when I, REA, just to explain for yourself, Brian, is a portal where people advertise their rental properties. So you've got realtor.com, I think it is, realtor.com, right. Trello. Got many, Dennis, they've got a lot of different platforms right. in America. That people go to Google to search in Australia. Most people go to realestate.com.au and search. So they're the differences. Yeah. But guys, we need to be wrapping this interview up. One last question, Brian, before we finish. Um, you are sitting at 4.5. Now, with 700 uh, managements, uh, 4.5 star review is excellent over 626 you know, reviews as at today. That's really, really good. And 
you and I know we can't please everybody. If we're evicting a tenant, they're going to be wanting to give you a one-star review. So very quickly, um, what are some strategies that you got in place um, to, uh, to, 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 uh, to, to fix that? But, you know, also how do you, what, what's a quick tip on responding to a bad review? Because they are just a fact of life. Well, and we get them. We, we just, I will tell you that as we started focusing on the reviews and as our reviews started growing to the point where there was all this positivity, uh, a natural occurrence, strangely enough, happened. The negativity went away. When a person goes to your reviews and sees a bunch of negative and they got something bad to say, they jump on the bandwagon. When they show up and they're a little upset, but they see all this positivity, they go, well, maybe it's just me. And then they might have a conversation. So we've done two things. One, in every one of our email, um, we have a rating system at the bottom. And it's basically a, um, a happy face, a sad face, and like a middle face, red, yellow, and green. And it just says, how did we do? And it's on every single, and so the people see it so often that before they go out to a Google review, a lot of times they'll just click there. And it brings them to a portal where they can tell me how they're doing. Now, that's not a public place. Come straight to us. So here's what we do. If they say something nice, we immediately go and, and convince them to put it online. If they say something unhappy, then we react immediately, find out the story, get to the bottom, and you know, answer, because they're upset. Why? Well, let's just figure out what it is and solve it. If we can do something different, we can. If they're unhappy and we can't do it, they're still unhappy. But if they get a sense that they can write something and it's quick and easier to get to than all the other choices, it limits the number of bad reviews that show up. And that has well worked. That was the first thing we did, but that didn't grow my reviews. It just eliminated the bad ones. I still had to add the other piece to grow the good ones. And of yeah. course, the other thing is just to treat everybody as that every single person that you do business with is important. Every one of them is a future good or a future bad review. And so yeah. do all you can. Now, there are human beings that are, there's nothing you can do, but generally those situations don't, I've evicted a lot of people and people don't generally, if they got evicted for a valid reason, they don't go on and say bad things about you because they know they're wrong. Mm, yeah, that's good. If people, I could who just write add... something bad, people who write something bad think that you've done something wrong to them. And so when that happens, you got to figure out what that is and get that to go away. Yeah. Where you've got the, the, the three colors, the, obviously the good, can you just quickly, just put something for you to think about if they click, it was very good. Can that not link straight to your Google reviews? Now nah, that Google won't let you do that. It can uh, lead okay. them down a pathway and you can send them. That's where we send them the email attached to it that just says, Hey, you can just click or copy and paste it. And this would be great. And I don't know exactly yeah. what the verbiage okay. is, but that has produced some positive results yeah. for us. Okay. Another new thing that Google's now doing um, is they've got the, the, the finger up and down um, next to it. So they're, they're um, I get a lot of notifications now from Google saying, hey, 400 people have read your review. Thanks for the thing. And you go and have a look at it. And it's got all these likes. So um, get your staff to like the reviews, that are, that, especially when it mentions their name. Well, one of the things that you can look at is that the default setting when you go and look at people's reviews on their page is most relevant. Yes. That's the default. And, and what's it. most relevant is who, how many plus. So what you have to do when you want to change your look is go to all the five stars, get everybody to know, to like all of those. Then what happens is they all naturally move to the top. the top. You still have stars, but you don't see them anymore. No. And when a person comes and they start looking and they don't see ones, they aren't as quick to just add a one. It's yeah. weird. That's a psychological thing, but it's worked. 
Yeah, spot on. All right, guys, we, we've got to wrap this up. But thank you so much. I, I, Dennis, I think we just had a really good session just on Google reviews. Thank you so much, uh, Brian, for your help. Uh, we're really blown away to have you on board today. Some great information, meaty information for our viewers and our listeners as well. So uh, thanks so much for your time. Sure. Anything else you, you want can, to add? Uh, you, yeah, you can bring me back when I bust a thousand reviews, okay? <laughs> we'll do that. You let us we'll know. Get, we'll, we'll, get an update. we'll get an update on exactly how long it takes. And we'll say that uh, you know, at that point in time, I think I'll be able to claim that I am the highest rated property management company in the world. Globally, oh, for sure. Oh, you okay. might, you may even be, be there now. So thank, thanks very much, Brian. Thank you, uh, Dennis, as well. And thanks, everybody. Take care. Yeah. And Darren, just to add, we love the green Grinch wall behind yeah. you. <laughs> We're in December. Well, my, my video green you screen know, technology isn't working today, so I'll be having a chat to Zoom about it. Don't worry about the excuse. Um, everybody <laughs> knows our partnership is I'm like the PE teacher at school and you're like the prime minister you're, you're like the, the high school um, the, what do you call it the um, principal the principal you have just hey, someone's got to keep time mate That's, uh, <laughs> we're all done thanks so much everybody and take care take care thanks thanks